Pentecost revolves around four images. The first is the wind, which echoes the wind of the Spirit of God that blew over the waters at creation. The second is the fire, which echoes the scenes at the foot of Mount Sinai as Moses was receiving the Ten Commandments. The third is the tongues that shape the fire, which echo a number of occasions when those who had no voice began to speak, including Balaam's ass in the book of Numbers and Zechariah at the naming of John the Baptist at the start of Luke's Gospel. Then finally, there are the multiple languages which form the chief motif of Pentecost, echoing the confusion of languages at the Tower of Babel. Pentecost is both a repeat and a reversal of the Tower of Babel. It's a repeat because again the apostles speak in many languages, but it's a reversal because this time the variety of languages unites people rather than dividing them. Pentecost is an inspiring vision of what today we'd call diversity. Everyone is different, but everyone has the gospel proclaimed in language they can understand. Here's the Spanish composer Victoria's setting of the words Come Holy Spirit, often sung at ordinations.
The great contemporary theme of Pentecost, alongside harmony and diversity, is empowerment. The shape of the New Testament story is that Jesus sets us an example and clears away all obstacles to God. Then the Holy Spirit comes and clothes us with power to do what Christ has been doing. The twofold action of the Holy Spirit is to empower us to follow Christ's steps and to make Christ present in the world for us to encounter him. The danger is that we overemphasize one of these actions and ignore the other. If we ignore the empowerment, we fall to thinking we have no role to play. If we forget the making Christ present, we fall to thinking all the good in the world has to come through us. Edward Elgar leans toward the empowerment side of the equation in his inspiring the spirit of the Lord from his oratorio, The Apostles.
Many Pentecost hymns capture the drama of the tongues and fire. One of the subtler hymns is Edwin Hatch's Breathe On Me Breath of God, which takes the brooding spirit at creation and connects it to Jesus' words to Nicodemus in John chapter 3 about being born again of water and the spirit. The great divide in understanding the spirit is between the noisy and the silent, and this hymn comes down on the side of the silent. Here's a new setting by Philip Wilby. <laughs> 